Welcome to this week's Progress with Unity podcast and to say that quite a bit has happened since the last time we sat around this table will be a bit of an understatement I believe. Yeah and it's supposed to have been the international break and yeah. we were supposed to have a rest. A rest, a rest we didn't have. We always had a rest. We always have notes to talk about in the international break weeks don't we? No. Well we lost a manager, we found a manager. The big talking point tonight no doubt is going to be the arrival of Malcolm Mackay into the hot seat down at the DW and what we all think about that and the conversations it's going to bring. But before we do, I just thought um, we'd start off with just a little bit of reflection over on um, Uwe Rosler. And, uh, you know, it, we lost a manager who we all hoped would, would be our, our uh, saviour and get us promoted to the promised land. But it didn't happen, Gareth, did it? It didn't happen. It didn't happen at all. I- he started so well, didn't he? And flattered to see him. I mean, the run he got us on after the sacking of Owen Coyle was, was nothing short of terrific, really. And to look at that in a snapshot, and then look at this season, there's, 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 there's no comparison, is there? No comparison. And uh, when he did sack him, I mean, uh, which was shortly after the podcast, I think it was the day after, after... Mr. Wheeler had actually listened to Gareth's comments on the podcast last week. <laughs> he decided to uh, to pull the chain on him. I believe uh, Wheeler spoke about uh, Rosler, Dan, once he'd fired him. Yes, indeed. He says, Rosler's results have not been good. We're in the bottom three, and it's a decision I had to make, and it was really difficult. I'm also a bit unhappy with one or two of the new signings and their performances. And he also said in a roundabout way that it was the supporters' reaction to the Bolton game that Mans have had a say in his final reckoning. Oh, final reckoning. Anyway, Bouvet's gone. He did an interview with the Observer this week, Greg, I believe. Mm. Exclusive, the only one he said he's going to do on the Latics. Yeah. He's, I think it's a sad to see him go, really. There are not like, a lot of fans that like him by the end, but I think, I hope he'll always be remembered for the first part of what he did here rather than the second part. Because Would you say fans didn't like him or fans were just disappointed the way it went? I don't think they didn't like they, they disliked Coyle, didn't they? But I don't think they disliked Rossler. <coughs> they disliked what was going on on the pitch, which was more than fair enough. Um, I think Ross is a good manager, I really do. Mm-hmm. I think that he's still going to get a championship club. But good managers struggle at any type of club. It's just the way it goes. Owen Coyle probably wasn't a good manager, so that's why he failed. Either Rossler, it didn't work for him. Probably his fault. I'm not saying that he was unlucky. He was probably a lot of his problems brought on himself, but I still think he's got a lot to offer, and it's just really sad it didn't work out because I'd have liked to have seen him in the Premier League with us. I think it just became, like Greg says, he's not a bad manager, it's just the position in the table and in particular some of the performances that caused that just made it made his uh, yeah. position untenable. Just the manner of the ball performance yeah. I think sorry Rob, because yeah. it was unforgivable. It'd been interesting to see um, if we got promoted how, how he'd be doing right now, because if we got promoted it might all be a different story, could be in the top ten. <laughs> You know, it's just the way things work. Just the way things work, ain't it? Indeed. And uh, just going off what Adam was saying, I was thinking then, you know, how amazing it is that only a few months ago we were so close to the Premier League and now we're so close to League One, aren't we? You know, it, it's amazing, really, isn't it? And, and Rob, you you were for, uh, for the departure, weren't you? 100% behind it. Yeah, I mean, you can't get away from the results, can you, at the end of the day. I mean, I wanted Brosler to succeed as the next man, um, but as things materialised, I didn't like what I was seeing. I was seeing too many changes, no stability, 
uh, with the team selections on a week to week basis I don't think we've got an ever present apart from Carson I think that's right Paul is it this season mm, uh, I think that speaks volumes if you've not got any sort of a, even if you had a settled backbone of the team that would help massively uh, but we've just not had that there was no continuity and he just couldn't get uh, off the green this time round and uh, he's paid the price paid the price indeed Mick and uh, we've gone from what was at the time a very popular choice we'll go back to well I think, I, think what's, I think what's done it is he took over an existing squad and he managed them well let's not forget we got through to FA Cup semi-final we got through to the playoff semi-final we were undergoing a bad run of uh, form at the time he took over I don't think we can dismiss that but at the moment I think the league position that we're in uh, has prompted the chairman to uh, get rid last week I still stand by what I said I would have given him until the new transfer window with a set number of points targets but with the remit of OK, if you've hit that target, get rid of some of that squad. That has been his, his, his biggest thing. He's, he's felt as though he's had to rotate. He's felt as though he had to keep making the changes. And as a result, things were, um, results weren't coming our way, were they? Yeah, so he's gone. And uh, we'll move on. Like I say, uh, a popular choice at the time. Now we've gone back into the realms of uh, having supporters split over the appointment of a new manager. Dan's raising his And uh, would you like Rosler's overall record at the club? Yeah, I would, yeah. <laughs> 56 games, 22 wins, 16 draws and 18 losses. 22 out of 56 is what? 0.40%? Ish. Yeah. It's not too bad, is it? It's not too bad, but that, most of that was earned all over the first few months, isn't it? That's right, yeah. Yeah, so, anyway, like I say, we've, we've moved on, and uh, it's been announced today, Wednesday, that uh, the new guy, we've got a new guy in town. Before we move on, because Greg was at the presser today, weren't you? <coughs> yeah, um, yeah. Pardon? I was, yes. Yes, and before we get to that, um, is anybody, can I just ask around the table, is anybody surprised that Mackay was appointed with the fact that there have been enough hints dropped over the past few days that it was going to be him anyway a bit you were surprised yeah uh, just on the basis that we'd like to put out the perception that we're a family sort of club with the ongoing investigation the way Whelan sacked Merlon King I was thinking back to that period and I thought well if he sacked Merlin King for that and then with all this ongoing sort of investigation extra baggage Mackay bring uh, that's why I was surprised but I'm not surprised yeah. in the way he's handled it by a rolling contract because it gives Whelan a bit of bargaining power Mackay's probably desperate to get back into work and I think Whelan's used that cleverly it's like uh, you know so there's no compensation pay if things don't work out etc and if there's further issues down the line if the investigation unturns other things. Right, oh, I, I know where you come from, I'm going to talk about that uh, in, in a bit more depth in a bit, but what I meant by surprise was that over the past few days it's been leaked out that he's, uh, we've, we've uh, spoken to him, he's been interviewed, um, there's been other little snippets that I hope that is uh, going to have a manager in place before Saturday, so it was, it was like all this has been set up ready for the press conference today. It's been a done deal, not just, it's not been decided today 
on Wednesday I, for me I felt like it had been done over last weekend at the very latest possibly even, even before then well you can say that now it's easier to look back in hindsight and say that I said it but before they, oh ok fair enough but they had me fooled because I didn't know I couldn't say it I, I, I think there was there were suggestions there weren't there like you say he was under consideration despite the ongoing investigations he had been interviewed he was being talked to and I I, I think if it wasn't a done deal at weekend, it was certainly on yeah. the agenda at weekend. And it was not very surprising that that thing popped up in the sun, you know, that, uh, after the Bolton game, where that was out. And it, was that just a coincidence, or was there a bit of something in that, do we think? Do we not think that the chairman has got a little database somewhere where he presses a little button on his computer which comes up, which managers are currently available, or who in football is currently available looking for a job? Before he actually did what he did with Roslyn. Well, we yeah. Do you not think he looked at these options first? Do you know what the label is on the button? It's called managerial merry go round. You press it, it goes, spins round, and pops out on your manager. Cast your mind back to last season when he appointed Rosler. Dave Whelan came out and said he's always looking yeah. at managers. Mm. And then, quote, the, well, in the past week or so, was not, uh, no idea. Uh, He's sort of going to be in the running for it or anything. So, big contradiction there. But he should be always working anyway. Yeah, but you, you, you get that and you have to do that because basically what you want to be able to do is spend time with that potential candidate right, in confidential t uh, talks. What you don't want are all these journals kicking your door down trying to get in on it, in on the act. Plus, you don't want people speculating about it in the street. When you look at it, who in the world of football was available for this wigging job? And would he not come out at the top of the list anyway? Well, no. we'll, we'll debate that in a bit because Fowler's got some facts and figures on uh, Mackay's managerial record. So we'll have a look at that anyway. But before we start listening to that, Greg's been up down to the DW today, haven't you? And been in a, on the press conference. Yes. How did it go, Greg? Very interesting. There wasn't much football talks. <laughs> I think we got to about 18 minutes in before someone asked the question about football. but. No, it was interesting, as you imagine it was long and there was a lot of a lot talked about his past, the text messages, why Whelan was hiring him. Some good answers, some interesting answers. Um, but, I mean, Whelan seems confident in him. Um, I think Whelan seems to say he made a silly mistake. Personally, I think it was more than a silly mistake. I, I think what he did, while, while it was private and... You know, while he probably didn't expect it to leak out, it's there's some shocking content in these alleged messages what have been sent. Uh, and with that, this great club will follow him around, and now it's following him to Wigan, which showed in the fact that there was probably more media there than I remember at the FA Cup semi-final press conference. So it was, it's something we're going to have to deal with as a club. I think it's going to be a really controversial appointment um, in terms of going forward as well. I think there's. Obviously, there's going to be a lot more to come. Um, someone said on Twitter today to me that it's going to be yesterday's fishing, uh, tomorrow's fishing chip paper. I disagree with that. I think this investigation is going to rumble on. So, but you've got to put your confidence and faith in Wheeler. He thinks that it won't affect us. Did you talk about the uh, FA investigation? Did it, yeah. Is the one ongoing or? Uh, I, I, I believe so. Yeah, um, Wheeler thinks he'll, he'll not get of any 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 sort of like reprimand. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know, I'd be very surprised if it wasn't the way they were really cracking down on racism, but um, Mackay was really strong on saying he wasn't a racist. Uh, I mean, he won't come out and say he was, but you know what I mean, he was just basically, you know, 
he apologised for what he's done, and I suppose you've got to give him that in a way, he has put his hands up to what he's done, um, and he's, he's been lucky enough to find a club that would take him on, um, whether it's the right move for Wigan or not, I, I think all the time will tell you, you can't turn around now and say, oh he's definitely the right man, or he's definitely the wrong man, that's not the way football works. These, these particular messages and texts and emails were uncovered on the back of him putting a claim for £7 million for unfurled dismissal one day as his previous job at Cardiff. Uh, I, I, believe, I believe so. I've read yeah. the you I think Vincent Tan then, have, has, well, they're conducting an investigation, haven't they, or yeah. to sort of counter that claim? It's it's a mess. What went on yeah. at Cardiff was just a mess. I mean, it was a mess before he left last December, wasn't it? I mean, if you yeah. remember the hall, he was due to be sacked the next game, and then there was that famous Liverpool game where he went and said bye to the fans. And I don't think, did he get sacked after that, or did he even keep him on after that? It was mm. a really bizarre situation. Yeah. And everyone, if you remember, felt really sorry for Malky. So they believed, you know, they believed he was being treated really harshly. Because on the front of it, I don't think I'd have been doing too bad at the time. No. But you just knew there was something mumbling on behind. I think he had a good result at Liverpool, and he got sacked yeah. after the Swansea game. I believe. Right, yeah. He got sacked after the Swansea game. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, twenty seventh of December actually. After having lost three. That was it. Yeah. Not a good Christmas present. I think um, Liverpool. But I mean, it's in the past now. I mean, let's be honest. The, the chairman of that that club's not without criticism, is he? He's <laughs> he's not used to football. He's mm. he come in and he's a bit strange out there, shall we say? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, that said, I mean, he's got every right to be offended in what has been said. Oh yeah, I'm not about saying so. he's a bit strange. I mean, yeah. peculiar. No, no, you're right. Different. You're right, and I'm sure it was yeah. a really hard job for Mackay to work in. Which I think you'll find this environment very different. I mean, most managers, with the exception of Owen Coyle, I think, have found Dave Williams a really good chairman to deal with. Uh, you mentioned Ross's interview the Observer this week. Ross has said the same. He says he, I think he said in as many words he's the best chairman he's worked with because he's just so open with his manager, he's friendly, and um, and I think Mackay's got a lot of faith to repair really now, more than more so than any manager. Um, but we have to get cracking on the pitch now. You know he's got to he's got to start getting results. We've not even started talking about that, which is what I'm worried about because. The last thing this club needs now is another side show. It needs stability and they need to start winning games. We've, we've got to, we've, people forgetting that. Like I said, people, no one asked that. We're in the relegation zone and he's, he's got a job now to put all this to one side, shield it from his players, shield it from the club and start getting results on the pitch and that is not going to be easy. Did anybody ask, would he be back to the transfer market? Was there any, any of that sort of thing? There was, but there wasn't much revealed. I think he's... He'll probably be looking at bringing a few players in, but he seems to be quite happy with the squad. Um, he said he's got a good squad there, and he has. He's worked with them before, hasn't well, he? Taylor, Cowie, Barnett. Uh, mm. Taylor, yeah, Barnett, you're right there. He's, he's got a lot of good players at his disposal. Uh, um, Grand Holt. Grand Holt. Yeah, bring him back. So I think there's a lot to be decided on the pitch. I think that's what we're interested in as fans, isn't it? It's not what he's done while well, that's going to be there. But well, yeah. no, no, Greg. But yeah, I think I think there is something we, a, a question we do need to ask about that though before we move on. Mm. And I agree with you about talking yeah. about football, and that is how are the players going to react to this appointment? It's if there is a cloud hanging over there and there are issues, then you're looking at some of the key players we have at Wigan. They are such great ambassadors for this club, and what they have done, it's it, it's kind of will they feel happy working with? Uh, Malachi. Mal- Gary, Gary Colwell was on Talk Sport earlier, uh, backing Malachi Mackay, yes. saying, Well, did you hear it, Dan? He was saying. It was even before he was appointed, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, saying he's an excellent bloke, he gets along with him, uh, making all mm. ra- the right noises. 
uh, and Gary Caldwell is a very influential character around the club mm. so you'd like to think everyone's sort of singing off the same in sheet you may get one or two exceptions but I think in the majority I think well I'm, I'm talking about those players that have good, good moral principles I think there might be a clash I'm saying this we don't know because what, what's actually gone on from the point of view of the, there is actually uh, a, an inquiry going on isn't there so you can't say anything definite until after that after the outcome of that but I do feel as though that one, of the, one or two of the Wigan players might have a slight issue with the appointment of uh, we, we don't know. I mean, all of them might be far out with it. All of them might have a problem with it. I hope they do. I hope we they all that. We don't know. Um, I mean, you saw a little backbone some of them had. And I, I don't hold back saying that against Bolton. I thought some of them were just weak beyond all measure against Bolton. They were pathetic. And they need to find strength from somewhere. So they need to be behind them. Yes. Um, they can put all that to one side now, and they've, they've got to be behind them. If they've got any reservations about it, then it's something that's going to have to be dealt with behind the scenes. I don't think we'll hear about that. Um, but I think we'll know the outcome of it, though, because I think one or two people will move on. It's be interesting to see. Yeah. Be, I mean, you, you, you never know. You never know. I mean, I know he's got a big supporter in, in some of the players, like I think Don Kerry's. Paul interviewed Don Kerry earlier this week, not in the therapy, so I can't say too much, but he was very favourable about him, so. And with footballers, I suppose if, if that question is put to you and you're uncomfortable, you just won't answer it. You won't come out and lie. Um, it's. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that was my main reservation before he got the job when I heard his name was how would the players react to it? Would, yeah. they, would they consult the players? And I'm not yeah. 100% sure they have consulted the players. Um, whether they. How the players react now is up to them, but Boyce was on. Twitter earlier interacting about the appointment. Would he have done that if he wasn't supportive? I don't know. Um, so it, it'll be an interesting week. It's up to the players now to get behind them. I'm pretty sure that they're all professional enough not to go into it with a closed mind and think that this guy's a racist. I'm not working for him. I'm sure they'll sit down with him and speak with him before they get going. Um, but they've not got time to. They've not got time to warm up. Got to get straight in there. Well, they're professional footballers. They've got to, they've got to do a job on there to earn the calm. But as 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 Mick mm-hmm. correctly points out, though, that a lot of them have got moral, uh, you know, yeah. moral beliefs, and rightly so. I'm sure some of them might have concerns about what was said, but we we don't know that. We don't know, we don't know what's been said already. We don't know what will be said tomorrow. We will never know that because they'll keep it down closed doors. Well, Whelan consulted with all the players, didn't he, before he supposedly sacked Rosler? Maybe. This is just a shot in the dark. Maybe um, he mentioned drop Malcolm McKay's name in there. Maybe and and sending them out. I think as as you start to establish that working relationship, it puts a strain on it right from the start. If you get over that, you've not got a problem. But sometimes you just never get over that. And, and like Mick says, one or two might move on. That was my concern before yeah. he was appointed. Before he was appointed, and Mick said before, is he the best? Per- is he the person with the best CV for the job? I think he's got a very similar CV to like to Steve Clark, to like to Chris Hughton, mm. to a lot of other names that were in the frame for it. And my my worry was that he, the only thing he's got there now is this blot on his copy bot which could hang over him, mm. and mm. that's that's what we decided to take on. Um, I didn't know if we could gamble, but we have done. Um, so it'll be interesting I think he's a good manager with good credential, uh, credentials on he's got a good history in terms of getting someone up yeah Dave Whelan made a very controversial appointment today hasn't he 
But having cocked up twice, he really has to get this one right for all football reasons. Yeah, fo- I, I, you know, we've talked about the baggage, the football reasons. I think bear some quite serious questions. I mean, everybody sees him as having got Cardiff up and <coughs> having done, made a start and then been badly treated. But to get Cardiff up, he spent some money in that division, which he hasn't got now. Uh, as Gareth said, though, it's uh, you know, it's two not great appointments in a row, and this one's got to be right. I think for Malky Mackay, I think the way he's going to be looking at it is he's got to get this right as well, because mm. if he fails here, he could be finished. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Someone asked him today as well, so did, did you worry that you were finished before this? And he, in a way, he dodged the question, he didn't answer that question, he just... So I think he was, I think he was worried that no one mm. would take him on. I don't know how many, I don't know if he's had interest or what, what not from any other club, so... It happened to Ron Atkinson, didn't it? I mean, he, he made a remark on TV and uh, never managed since, has he? No, it's never worked, I've worked on TV since, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, He was finished as a manager by then, though, wasn't he? Mm. I mean, Mackay's still young as a manager. Mm. It'd be interesting to see, though, what uh, has actually transpired between him and the chairman as regards what his remit is. Now, for instance, um, he spent a, a shed load of money down, uh, down in South Wales. Surely to goodness, he's got to sell before he can buy. Mm. He's going to have to sell, sell, sell before he can actually buy anything in January, hasn't he? Yeah, it'll be weird. We'll have to wheel yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I, mean I, I did a bit of looking round um, after he was appointed. I've got his win percentages. At Watford was 33% in his spell as permanent manager, 43% as manager of Cardiff, bearing in mind some of that's in the Premier League as well. Um, 125 games over two seasons in the, in the Championship and then half a season in the Premier League. The bit that scares me is you look at the signings, they are not, there's, there's nobody being discovered in, in, the, in the signings. There's, there's, you know, two million, one and a half million, two million, two and a half million, Nicky Maynard, uh, and Jordan Much, um, and then some of the ones that you'd hardly hear of. He was bailed out by Craig Bellamy, taking firing Cardiff to the Championship. Top goal scorer of the Championship season, nine goals. Doesn't inspire me. I'll, I'll be honest um, but that said you know if he turns up we get a few wins I'll soon change my mind mm. well, that's the point though. Like, everyone I think has the reservations mm. about this don't they but if by the end of January we're in by some miracle player position win a lot of games are you still going to be concerned about this I'm not saying you shouldn't be I'm not saying you should be but is it still going to be something <coughs> fans remember because of I think our fans are completely split on this honestly I think it's 50-50 oh definitely I've never known a split yeah. like it I what about Coyle I think with Coyle I think it was more known than yes with this I think it's 50-50 yeah. I think a lot and I don't think and a lot of people this is what I don't get a lot of people saying you're wrong you're wrong you shouldn't you should think this you should think this I think it's just too delicate a subject to have a right or wrong answer I think mm. it's how you perceive it um, but the fact of the matter is that he's our manager now and if people aren't going to give him a shot from day one as the manager, then the club will ultimately fail, won't it? Yeah. I mean, I mean, the, 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 biggest thing, the biggest thing is, by changing your manager, as Dave Whelan said, he had to do something to change the attitude of the players. And if changing the manager changes the attitude of the players, in a sense, he succeeded. I think it works in reverse. I think it actually satisfies the players' lust for blood and that they got rid of one manager, they can do it to another. Because it was player power, he'd lost the dressing room, it was player power. 
and it's a very, very, very dangerous club to be at when your players are dictating um, terms. The worry, the worry with Mackay here for me is that if this has changed him as a manager, because the perception I got mm. of him before all this was he was fearless, fearless with his players. He'd tell them what they've done wrong, which I think you need as a manager. You think you need discipline. You need to run, to run a hard line. Now, will he be coming in nervous and thinking, "Oh God, can I say that now? Can I do this? What I used to do now?" Because you know, or will he, you know, <coughs> will he go in all the players in the same as he used to? Be? He needs to make sure that what's happened over the last few months well, is in his, but, his head, forgotten when he was on the training ground. That nerves and that reverting back to, "Oh, hang on, let's not go all gun go." That's what's done for Ivey Rosler because the team's gone more and more backwards. And, you know, when he first started, they were like, "Charge on power," you know, beating Bolton, charge at him. Go, no fear, just go for it. And then in the end, it was every fear. I think to keep Harpy squad, he's got to get rid of a lot of players. Because there's too many players in that squad. There's like 25 who think, I'm first team. And it's, that's what happened with Roswell. Too many unhappy players. And it causes like a, causes like a break in the squad. And he needs to get yeah, a lot, I, a lot of them. He did manage a big squad at Cardiff, though. So, yeah. you know, he's got experience in that field. I think it is a massive squad. I think it can be managed to an extent. I think some mm. players will have to maybe, maybe God or not be up to the manager. Um, but I, I think there's a way of managing that as well. I think with Rossler, I don't think he did a good job of that. I think telling Fortune in the summer that you're not going to be in my plans and yeah. back. Yeah. Why, when's that, why is he only going to bust a gut for you? And then but, he, but he has bust a gut for him in well, the last few weeks. Which is, which, is, which is what I mean in a way because he brought these two strikers in and they were pap. They've been rubbish this season, they've done nothing. I'm not saying they're rubbish players, I'm sure you know, they might start scoring goals now, but they've done nothing. So he's had to turn to Fortune and he's had to ask him to come back with his tail between his legs. And I'm probably Espinosa as well, same as happened with him. But these two have been our best players. Oh, that, that, that's how so, you want to paint it. I, I, so. you, you could just as easily paint that as he's told Fortune he's not going to be needed so that he sets out to prove well, what him wrong. What sort of message that's ever in the club though? Other players uh, it's, it's about management. Sometimes you do that with people, and they, they set out to prove you wrong. Whereas if you tell them they're great and everything's wonderful, they just think, right, it's easy street. It's about management. It's different people. Uh, I'm not saying you should suggest it's great. I'm suggesting you should say you've got to fight for your place, not that you've not got a future. Yeah, I, I, I think some of that was lost in translation because I think to say. I said I spoke to him about it. He said, yeah. said that with Fortuna. He said that. Has Fortuna come out and said that's what I got told? Because yeah. he said he's found it tough. But you, you're supposed to find it tough. Well, who hasn't found it? I mean, I just think I was I was shocked he was so open about it. You know, when you mm, said that's worked yeah. or not because of the players who've, who've done this, yeah, well, done all right. But it's not worked because the third off lost in the championship. Yeah, but the players as a result have got comfortable. And these, mm. I know we've rotated the squad a lot, but certain players have been in and out. One week they're in, one week they're out. No matter what, you know, James Perch, one probably one of the man of the match at Wolves, captain. And then dropped the next game. And that was one I said it on the podcast. Was Perch well, not? Shocked. Was Perch dropped or was Perch rested but because his wife had just had a baby and he was struggling? Three weeks. Yeah, but, but then, weeks. but then you've got to get back in the team. Paternity leave. Yeah, well, <laughs> possibly. I mean, I mean, are you going to come out and say that as a football? Per- Perch going as well. Perch going at the side as well. Help, you know, kind of coincided with the defence collapsing. Because if you've got to remember at that point, the only thing that was keeping us together was the defence. Then it, that started falling apart, and that's what yeah, we well, Your centre half started falling apart at the same time, didn't it? But we needed an organisation at the back, we needed experience, mm. and I don't think with, I think with Tavernier, I think with 
Burnett, who'd not played for months. Is that why he brought Savernia in to try and give us a, a bit more offensive? Savernia's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I'd bring more defensive Savernia. No more offensive. Yes. Round. I just think with his young age, he just likes yeah. he likes that composure and defensive yeah. ability that Perch has got and Boyce has got. But yeah, and and this is in retrospective. Anyway, I'm, I'm doing is picking out Ross. Yeah. Anyway, what well, I'd like to do because uh, we we've got uh, a good opportunity here because we've got Adam who's I hope you don't mind me saying this. You're you're of the younger age. Yeah. Yeah, you do mind me saying it. No, no, no. Oh, you don't mind me saying it. Okay, that's fine. You're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Says yeah. Uh, I just what uh, I mean. I know people are a little bit older and they're aware of Malcolm McKay. They're aware of him as a player, etc. And 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 you know, there's depth of feeling on both sides of the fence. What's it like amongst the younger fans? What's the reaction been to him, first of all, being linked with the job, and then, secondly, actually getting it today? Have they... Uh, There's a lot more happiness about it. I don't think they look at everything. They don't look at the damaging, possible damaging effects on the club. Like on Twitter, I've seen a lot of... like We don't care what everyone else says, he's a good manager. It's usually from the younger, sort of. But I'm, I think he's come out with these... There's these alleged texts that he sent, and all I can do is just apologise. And Whelan's made an appointment, he's gone through it with him. He's, he must have explained it to Whelan, and Whelan's not one to just appoint anyone with what they've done in the past, like with Marlon King being sacked immediately. Do you it's think it affects the image of the club in any shape or form, was employing Malky Mackay? I'm speaking to you as. as I mean, you're se- oh, 17, aren't you? 16. Oh, you look a little bit older than that, if you don't mind me saying. Is that beard? November. November. That's what it is. Yeah, do you think it's, it could affect the image of the club? Because you growing up, you've been growing up with us as a Premier League club, out, out there in the community, working hard, getting all these uh, accolades. We've got an accolade yesterday for Community Trust, of the, you know, the, the yeah. uh, award for the North West Football Clubs. Which included Liverpool, United, Everton, you know, all the big yeah. ones. We won that. Do you think it could have any impact at all having a manager who's an ambassador uh, with these sorts of things attributed to what, you know, on him? I think you need a manager like that. Like, Rosser was really good with the community when he went out, did things with the schools. I'm, I'm interested to see if Mackay does the same thing, but with that background, it might, might always have that dark cloud over it, and I don't think he'll ever get rid of that. So you think that that'll stick with him for for the rest of his career? Yeah, I think I think there's a there's an opportunity to turn that round, isn't there? And then cause if he's if he does two or three years, gets us back in the Premier League, and keeps us in the Premier League, absolutely scot free of controversy, you're then looking at being able to put a defence that says those things were were taken absolutely out of context deliberately and maliciously by Cardiff because of the the vendetta that they had against him how can you take some of those words out of context though? but they're, they're not you can't you shouldn't say them in any context N- no you shouldn't say them in any context but I'm just trying to say daft, fence for yeah, if you're daft enough to do it and make jokes that are private, that don't, that reflect jokiness rather than reflect your attitudes, mm-hmm. then somebody pulls those jokes out 
and uses them against you that, that, that should never even see the light of day they're then painted out as painting a picture of your attitude which they might have nothing to do with his attitude I, I, mean, I completely accept that if that's not your attitude what you're doing coming out with it that, that absolutely is correct but if the two things are separate they can, there is a, a possibility that they're maliciously used if that's his attitude it'll come out again while he's here and damage our club if it's not, it won't. If that will be gone. It's, it's <laughs> naive. What he did, when, I'm, I'm pretty sure he doesn't believe it. I'm pretty sure he doesn't believe some of the things I'm pretty sure he's not a racist human being. He's just, on some people, there's probably a spectrum of it in it where you're like, you know, you're not racist, but you'll say these words as a joke between your mates, which is essentially what he's done. Well, and, and also there's different, different. He's done it on a company phone though. As well, he, yeah. he, that's just stupid. It's naive. Um, yeah. So, and he's got caught. I mean, there's a counsellor well. counsellor in Wigan who's been using the council laptop to look at porn websites, and he's absolutely hammered for it. You do it on you do it on your company. Yeah. You know, I won't dare go on anything inappropriate or say anything inappropriate on my lap, on my work laptop. You know, I don't think you'd say anything inappropriate anyway, Greg. Thank you very much. <laughs> Certainly not in the context of well, you know what I'm saying? He's got caught. I think if we try and, in fairness to they've not tried and brushed over the subject. They mentioned it in the statements. It was the focus of the press conference today. You've got to accept what he's done is wrong and move on. If we start trying to say it's been taken out of context. Well, well I'm not saying it's been but, taken out of context. What, what I'm saying is, you, does it reflect him as a person? We'll find out, won't we? I, and that's what I'm saying. That is what we will find out. And it might well be that that doesn't reflect him as a person. And the people that released it know it doesn't reflect him as a person, but used it vindictively to get at him for something else. Personally, I don't believe it, Matt. Yeah. It's, it's the word private, isn't it? That Paul mm. mentioned before, mm. isn't it? You're, you're, you're implying that it's not so private with it being on a. Well, I think it's I think it's by the by. I mean, I think if someone if it if it's a private text message, then it's a private text message. Of everybody around this table, everybody listening, have all done things and said things that we yeah. later regretted. Hundred mm. so, percent. I think you've also got to think about it as uh, being in this male-dominated world of uh, sport, which is multicultural. Yeah. So um, you can't say it. Well, you shouldn't be saying yeah. it anyway, anyway, should you? It's it, it is. It's my job in the public domain. Yeah. If something like that had come out, my employees had found that out, something like that already gone public, I will not get another job in the media again. Now, I'm not saying that Malachi like, should get another job in football. Yeah. I'm just saying that is where people's concerns lie. Well, if, if I'd have done exactly the same, I would have lost my job. And I, I don't think I would no. ever get a, a similar kind of job anywhere else before. And this has been a topic of conversation with other people. Um, for instance, there's uh, one, one of my colleagues who he's turned around and said exactly the same. Now, he's a law enforcement officer. Yeah, these you know it's. It, I think we've got to put it into that sort of perspective. Oh, I've had worse in the pub, or yeah. you know, somebody else saying it to you in a jokey fashion. But it doesn't mean it's you know, I'm not saying it doesn't mean it's right. It doesn't mean that it's forgivable. It just means that they got away with it because it's a one-off, and I'm sure that's what he thought when he said it. He still won't be making the same mistake again, will he? The fact that he's had this misdemeanor should be taken into account. Well, what is the overriding account when we're looking at him? Is it his ability <coughs> to manage the team, to manage the squad, Rob? Do you think that's the main thing that we should look at? It is, uh, of course it is. But then, you know, with what's gone on, you've got to look at the severity of what's happened. Uh, and you've got to take that into consideration as well. 
But if you look at the candidates for the job, I mean, it wasn't the most inspiring of lists. I think, rightly so, it was towards the top of the list, I don't think. Tony Mowbray, Paul Jewell, Chris Hewson, exactly. Neil MacDonald. You've said it all. You know what I mean, who'd you pick out of that list? Forget what's gone on. It, it, it'd be probably <coughs> the number one candidate for the job. So do, you, do you think we're not that much of an inspiring proposition for a potential manager no, nowadays? I, well, I think it's a good job for some... Well, it's a, it could be a, a real good job for someone. I think the only way is up at the moment for us, as far as we're concerned, uh, is whoever came in would have a, a good, what I believe, a good squad of players to work with. Probably not got a lot of money going around due to the fact we've probably invested in the playing staff in the summer. I don't think we're probably going to do any business in January. We're going to see people going. So from that point of view, it's not great. The manage, manager's not going to get backed heavily. We're always going to work within budgets to, to break even to make us a sustainable, keep us a sustainable club. So I don't think we're... I don't think we're that an attractive proposition, but we're a lot better than a lot of championship clubs. So I think there would have been good managers interested, you know. I, th- I think to, when you say about good managers interested, another way of looking at that is, could he, by rights, if you took away that controversy, be aiming higher? So I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. He was, was going to be offered the Palace job, wasn't yeah. he? So in that respect, we've actually... As a result of putting that controversy, controversy to one side, we've done well, you could argue. Has he done a bad job anywhere? Um, Didn't do a bad job Watford? No, no he's not done a bad job anywhere. He's won, you know, his worst, worst win record is one in three. So he's got a good record. So he's, you know, that's... He's only early days in his career, but yeah. he's, got, he's, he's done alright so far. I think what, you, what you've got to do is you look at what he did do at Watford mm. because of what he inherited and what he left behind. He, I think he left, he left the... If not the club, he definitely left the playing uh, side of things in a lot better shape yeah. than when he took over. And, and with Cairn, if you did touch on before, yeah, he did have a lot of money, but mm. if you had a lot of money at a football club, you'd spend it. All he did was get promoted. You can't. Mm. You can't you well, he got him promoted. He got him to the League Cup final as well. And he got him promoted in quite good fashion, from what I remember as yeah. well. So, I mean, he, yeah. he, he did. Eight points clear. He, he, did, he did really, really well. So, mm. well. He's been appointed for football reasons, I hope, and I want him to get us up the table. I'd just yep. like to put something to the table. 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 Table, table yeah. sorry. <laughs> Is this season a write-off? No. Or can we make the playoffs? I think it's still possible, yeah. Look what happened last year with Bolton. They almost made it in, didn't they, after a terrible start to the season? We've, we've said every single time we've sat around this table, we've got a decent squad that is capable of being a lot higher up that table. How many points? How many points sure, shy are we? Twelve. Right. If if we th- if we think we've got a squad that's capable of winning the league, which we all have said it, it's a good squad. If we go point for point with whoever's top of the table, are they going to finish more than twelve points clear of the bottom team in the playoffs? Well, I think it's going to be a yes. lot of hard work. Yeah. Put it you can way. pick up twelve. You could pick up twelve points in. In what's left, if you're a top side. Well, Oakley last year very well, he did. And they got mm. in the playoffs. Almost about skin and teeth, but they weren't they weren't comfortable with it. And when mm. Russell took over, they were a lot higher than they are now. They had more points, and they were a lot closer. 
and we all thought Ross did really well to get there. So I think it's going to be a tough ask. I'm not saying they can't, but I think it's just going to be a really tough ask. I, I won't, and this is the problem I think at the start of the season, setting the expectations so high. I said it on the podcast right at the start, you saying did. we're going to win the league. It's just crazy because you don't know in this division, you don't know where you're going to be. So if we start setting targets the playoffs now, we're only going to be pissed off if we finish 12th. So just, <laughs> just take it game by game. It's going to be tough. He's not going to, he's not going to win every game now for the next six like Ross did. Because he's got a completely demotivated squad. He's got a, a poorer squad than I thought Rosser inherited. Because he had, you know, yeah. remember McCarthy, he had Borsajor, he had Gomez then. It's going to be a tough job. But, and um, four tough games coming up as well. Yeah, four very, I mean, this, this weekend is going to be one of the toughest yeah. of the nothing, yeah. nothing changes the motivation of the squad like changing the manager though, does it? No. It's going to be tough, but I just think rather than setting goals on the season now, whereas if we were up in the top ten, you could set goals. I think setting goals now is just a bit naive because I mean they're not. Let's be honest, they're not going to go down. They're too good to go down. I genuinely believe is that. that. Goal? Not oh, be, don't say that. Manchester City said that. Sheffield Wednesday said that. I know. Well. I know. I think I think it, it, it sounds arrogant. Leicester City said it. It sounds arrogant, but I do. No think, I, I don't. Think, I don't think they'll be in trouble. But I, I won't like to put my money on when they make the playoffs at all. Um. <sighs> well, we're not even halfway through the season yet, are we? No. 17 games. It's a lot of, game, a lot of football to play. <laughs> yeah, but where we are, going on what Greg said there about the loss of the players without naming them, the Gomez and MacArthur's and what have you, the position we're in now, I genuinely think the season's right off, I do. Yeah. I don't think we can make up the ground. To, to the playoffs? Yeah. Is that, if that's what you call a right off, then fair enough, yeah. I, I, st- I think there's a lot to be gained out of the season in terms of climbing up the table. Oh, of course, sort of yeah. Squad, I sort of agree squad. with that. I don't think the season will now rely. For me now, from this point going forward, Malcolm Mackay's job at the end of the season won't be deemed a success or a failure whether this side ends up in the playoffs. If you say to him that it's the only good season if you end up in the playoffs, that is a really hard job. That's right. like asking the Arsenal or Everton or Tottenham to win the league. It's achievable, but it's bloody tough well if he walks in that office tomorrow and straight away puts the clocks forward he might stand half a chance because that's when we start playing the yeah. clocks yeah. forward <laughs> yeah, I, 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 my offering would be no he is the manager that he could the fans that are against him he could turn them around a little bit and and not prove them wrong because they're not wrong but prove but allow them to be a little bit forgiving of him of the errors that he's made, his mistakes. Yeah, view him in purely football in terms. Well, of that'd, that'd, that'd no, be good him a little if, bit. If, and, if we're all as one, if think build. no one else is going to change your opinion of him. He's no. not going to be liked by any other club now. So if if we just have this all against us against the world attitude, sometimes that works, doesn't it? Sometimes if you feel everyone's against you, but you as a club, everyone's united, the fans, the players, the manager. Sometimes that can work really well. For yeah, you. but some of our uh, our fans are against him, aren't they? Some of well, our fans, it's you're right. It's you, deep so that's what I mean. We've got to start winning games. Yeah. He's got to start turning. He's not going to turn everyone's opinion on what he said at all. He's, no, he's not going to turn people. people but he's got to show that he's that he's repentant about it, hasn't he? He's got to. I think he's whatever, Yeah, but he's got to, his actions speak louder than words, aren't they? By doing things, being involved in initiatives. Perhaps going out in the community and doing yeah. stuff. He will be doing stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. It'll be, I mean, William said today he's going to be going down to the youth zone and stuff like that. He's going to be getting involved. And That's what he needs to do. So, uh, build his, for his sake as well, build his own reputation up as well as, as keeping, because the club's got an eye reputation yeah. where this is concerned. That's my well, big fear. Rob, Rob put it on as well. It means it's as big a job for him as it is for Wigan. He yeah. needs to succeed. Wigan needs to succeed. Gamble I mean, on both parts. So, yeah. uh, if, you, if you use the rest of this season, 
and at the end of this season and, and over the close season he starts next season with everybody in as positive and expectant frame of mind as we started this season I think he's probably done alright so you, you know that would represent a, a climb up the table a, a, a ticking over of the squad um, some promising faces coming in and if you go into next season thinking right this year we're going to sort it out I mean that that doesn't represent a failure for the back end of this season but I mean it's not a success but I think, I think it does in a, in a way represent a small success to to put yourself in that position ready for next year to have a good crack in if, a way if you sort of like don't expect to get anywhere this year in a way I hope Malcolm McKay does an average job this season so the expectations aren't built up too much yeah I think for me he's, I've just I've said, it, I've said it again he's probably the biggest thing he can do this year is to get all the fans on his side and I'll be happy mm. with that that will be bringing the club back together because at this moment in time it's split and it's not a nice thing to see where we've come from and how together we've been over the last eight years or so he'll have to do something he'll have to achieve something then well yeah he needs to he needs to he's going to have to uh, either got to well we can you know I'll, I'll take another FA Cup victory definitely it's yeah. difficult you know when, when you set, and, and you, you, you see the chairman I mean I'll I'll put this out on the uh, on the podcast I don't care I emailed Jonathan Jackson last week to see once Mackay's name was up in lights and I was getting emails through and text messages because of my involvement with, with Vital and uh, I knew some other people were as well and I thought to myself it might be a good idea if we got some fans involved in the process I don't mean choose who the manager were uh, or interview the manager but just involved in whatever small way just so that some things could be heard and perhaps address it at an early stage without you know coming to this and, and I got an email back from the club just saying fantastic idea but there's only one man makes the decision at the, at the club and, and that's the, the bloke who owns it and that's dis- I think this decision's proved that well yeah um, that was it, although I understood it it was a little bit hard hitting that I thought because I've always thought of, of, of the Latics as being our club, but it was like I'm saying, but it's not our, it was and it wasn't. It, it is, but I think with decisions like this, for 20 years now, William feels like he's got it right pretty much every time, so... Yeah, well, but he's not. I mean, no, he's not. Well, everybody makes mistakes, don't they? He's not, he's got it right twice. In, 90, in, in 1995 when he took over, would you have and were they going to well I said they stay up you know, I'm sorry don't go up this season the amount of money through at it finishing the championship we were going to get promoted out of that Boston division but, but what I'm saying is if, if you'd have said 20 years time this is where Wigan's going to be no you wouldn't, you wouldn't have believed it would you well, you wouldn't have believed it especially if you started with the history so for him he's got it right so in the long run he's got it right uh, and he's, it's always been the same he'll ask for his opinions he'll have to turn around he'll ask the directors Mike Nasty Chief Exec a few other people but at the end, he will have the financer, and he's, in the long run, he's not very wrong. So I mean, I think we should just stick with him on that one myself. He's, he's yeah, no, I didn't mean for, for the fans to make it up. I know you didn't. I know you, you know, know that's not that wasn't the point. And I, I felt like that's what they thought. You know, yeah. and it that's was what, I, I'm just, I'm just, I just, yeah. I just thought I said what the club meant to be. I wouldn't yeah. have thought they would have said, me, no, no, you don't matter. It's just a pointless. Yeah, it just felt like with it's a brick wall with it, you know. I, I mean, I think that's one thing the club does need to be praised for. That I think they do involve the fans in a lot of stuff, a lot more. Well, this football advisory board yeah. is uh, is a good initiative, isn't it? What's coming up, and if anybody's listening, they fancy 
joining that you've got until Monday to apply Do you, are, are we aware of this? Well the meetings are on Wednesday evenings Barry the which just so happens the, to be the evening So you're going to do this podcast? I'm not going to be on it I've not applied ah, So they're, they're going to meet every week they're going to meet every week uh, not every week, every, every, five, three weeks, to, every five to six weeks okay. in Rigoletto. So there could be a free tea in it for someone. Oh, pizza. Uh, and, uh, but you have to sign a non-disclosure form. So you can't, you can't tell people stuff. If you get food poisoning, you mean? So Dan, when you go, you're not going to come back and tell us what's been going on. I've applied. Have you? Said that right now, yeah. Well done, Adam. So you well, to... next, next Wednesday, if I do get picked, it's at 7pm on a Wednesday. 7pm. Mm-hmm. It's alright, you get a pick, you get a sack. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> in terms of age, gender... Well, they've asked for all that, haven't they? Yeah. Fam- they want to know if you've got kids, how old your kids are. Yeah. It'd be good, uh, good to know as well their opinions on the club, because it wouldn't... Yeah. It'd good to have a good mix of... Because I know a lot of people are ultra-negative, so we've got to have a lot of ultra-negative people. Well, it would, yeah. Well, there's only going to be 10, and I believe there's been over 100 applicants so far, and obviously there's going to be a few more before the deadline. Uh, so they're going to get a wide selection of people applying, but something with this appointment it would have heard itself, wouldn't it? If they had have had a meeting last week with with certain names in the ads, then uh, they could they could have made some feelings be known. Whether it would have influenced or not, it doesn't matter, does it? At least there's a yeah, set. I get what you mean now, Barry. Yeah. Oh. yeah. do it. Unless how successful they've been following the blueprint that Roberto Martinez left them. What ever answer that at the Latics? I think he's still there. I think, is it? I think he's played a vital part in the academy, but I think that's his legacy. No. That's one reversal. Right, we've got Middlesbrough on Saturday. Uh, well, football. Yeah, yes. I feel like I don't really want to preview it, so we'll not do. Uh, we've got Middlesbrough on Saturday. 4 0 Latics. Got a referee Fort coming Tuesday in. Got two in the Holt. Referees against Birmingham. The only time, the last time we won at home. Uh, can't think of his name at the moment. He's a young lad and he's a Sunderland fan. And uh, oh, the lads. so. Sunderland fan records. Yeah, that's alright. Then it. Yeah. So hopefully uh, he's a good omen for us. Uh, they're a good side, Middlesbrough. Did you say omen or home on? Homen. Bone. Homen. Atkinson for promotion. Good manager. Gareth, we're out of the table. Well, it's third top versus third bottom. They're on a good run, though, aren't they? Yes, they've got almost twice as many points as us. The last six, they've won three in the round, so he's only lost one of the last six. They're doing very well. And our old transfer target, Albert Adorme, he's doing well again, is he? Three goals. Only? Only. Would he be a top scorer? Well, would he? Yeah. That's an army's firing bunk, yeah. And he's a winger. That's all scored, too. Just not for us. Not for us. So... Anybody, let's have some predictions for Saturday and we'll just get round and <coughs> see if we emphasize a change in fortune, Gareth. 2 0 Wigan. Oh, yeah. Adam. Bloody hell. 1 1. 2. Ah, oh, you knew it said something <laughs> then, didn't you? I knew it was all you Well, Rob. Oh, I'm hoping for a, you know, the usual new manager uplift, and I think I'm hoping to sneak that 2 1. Great. Uh, I think I'll have 2-1 or 2-2. Two, two. Well, I'm going to be optimistic because they're 2-1. Mick? I'm not going to say a score, I'm going to just say a Wigan win, because when I say it like that, we win. 
Because I've been going for the Fortune in Hope Park yes. <laughs> and it's not worked. So It'll happen one day. Wait till January. Well, no. And if we lose, I think the manager will get sacked on Monday. <laughs> you might be right. Depending <laughs> <though. laughs> <laughs> 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 on what Jason Roberts says tonight on Fireblind. Anyway, Dan. <laughs> well, I think a weight has been lifted from our shoulders, but has another one been newly added? And as a result, I think they're going to cancel each other out and it's going to be a draw. Oh. 1-1. One, one. That was a long way to get there, that one. Paul? Here's a prediction. We won't be feeling the same team again. Right. It, 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 it's all changed, isn't it? So it could be anything. Um, I'd go with a nil-nil again, because we've got a few of them. Yeah. Well, I think we've got a Scottish influence back in the uh, in the dressing room with our new manager. Uh, we had one in Coyle. Yeah. That didn't get us so far, did it? It does further than what we've been this season. Uh, Sean Maloney will be buzzing, coming back after his great performance away. James McLean's scored again for the Republic. I think uh, another top performance against the top side, I think we're going to win. 2-0. I really do. Anyway, it's been a, an interesting, if not long, podcast this evening. That needs to be edited. Uh, yeah, there'll be one or two edits, so please uh, pardon the, the, the little oops as they appear. Um, Save people from libel. Right, well, on that happy note, and uh, it's a good night from me. Good night, good night. Good night from me. Let's see what the following week brings. Good night from Rosalind. You'll be drenched to the bone If your time to you is worth saving Then you better start swimming Or it seems like a stone For the times they are a-changing Come writers and critics Who prophesize with your pen and keep your eyes wide, the chance won't come again And don't speak too soon, for the wheel's still in spin And there's no telling who that is naming For the loser now will be later to win For the times they are a-changing Senators, congressmen, please heed the call Don't stand in the doorway, don't block up the hall For he that gets hurt will be he who has stalled There's a battle outside that is raging We'll soon shake your windows and rattle your walls For the times they are a change Come mothers and fathers throughout the land And don't criticize what you can't understand Your sons and your daughters are beyond your command Your old road is rapidly aging Please get out of the new one, it can lend your hand For the times that
strong The curse it is cast The slow one now Will later be fast As the present now Will later be past The order is rapidly fading And the first one now Will later be last For the time 